And I don't need the guru to see the beauty inside of me. We're all here for a reason. And if you truly love yourself, you won't need anyone else to show the world what it's like to have freedom. And if you fail to learn the lessons from your past, you condemn to repeat them. Hi. And welcome to the next in the podcast series, You Don't Need a Guru. In this podcast, I'll be teaching you about how to release those trapped emotions and limiting beliefs. That's what stands in our way of following our own innate wisdom and inner guidance. So imagine when you're a child, everything is just taken care of for you. Hopefully, as a baby, you are nurtured, you cry, someone comes running, you're hungry, you're fed, you know, your nappy gets changed, you name it, everything gets done for you. You are just this devoted on, beautiful little person in most cases. So where does it go wrong? Where do these limiting beliefs come from? At what point do we go from I'm completely taken care of to, oh my God, I'm not good enough. I'm not loved. I'm not worthy. And all these other crazy beliefs that come in. Well, it can be as simple as just one day of your needs not being met. And the issue we have with limiting beliefs is they actually get put in there, that is into our psyche, into actually our being and our body at the time with the sense and with the knowing that we have at that age. So you imagine you can make very little sense of things, perhaps when you're two or three, but suddenly you're told off for something. And what you may feel, because it's all linked to these emotions, what you begin to feel creates that belief. I'm not loved. I'm not good enough. And then you may be nurtured after that. It could just be that you fell over. Nobody was there to pick you up for a second. Then they were. And the belief seems to have gone. The issue we have is that that belief hasn't gone. When there's a lot of emotions behind a certain way of thinking, then that gets trapped and stored within our being. So that's what we're going to be dealing with in today's podcast. How do we transform those emotions and change those limiting beliefs? So I've had a lot of experience of doing this, probably 10 years of sitting in doctor's practices, seeing client after client, usually seeing uh, three clients a day for two hour sessions. So obviously I'm not going to be able to do the full work with you, but me giving you a taster session here will definitely help you if you embody and embrace what I'm about to teach. So Timeline therapy is something that I've used, which has shown profound results. I had a lady come into the clinic once. She was 38 years old. She was given palliative care, meaning that she's been given six weeks to live in that case. And off she went. She was meant to be going off to die at that very young age. She came into the clinic because she'd heard about some of the work that I'd been doing. And she actually came in for some healing. So many moons before I started doing the psychology training, the timeline, the emotional freedom and everything that I went on to learn, I was actually doing Reiki healing. 
I became a Reiki master and that's all that she'd come in for. And I shouldn't say all because it's a very powerful methodology of healing. We are basically con conduits for energy. So I was able to help people calm down, help people feel good through channeling this divine energy. And that's exactly what we become when we become healers. It's not us doing it. We're just opening up our channel and we're able to heal people. And obviously, the clearer our channel is, i.e. the less blockages of emotions and trauma and negative beliefs, the more powerful that energy comes through. So initially, she came in for this healing, but it was by no coincidence because something else I've learned in life is there are no such thing as coincidences. So about three days before she came, I'd actually been sent from the Timeline Therapy Association in the United States a document saying that there was a Dr. Hammer who'd done a study on 10,000 patients that had shown on the onset of cancer, there was actually a mini, mini, it looked like an artifact showing on a brain scan. OK, so it didn't matter if you had cancer of the kidneys, the liver, whatever area the kidney was in on this brain scan it showed the part of the brain that sent signals to that part of the body had like this something that wasn't right and it was unexplainable but it looked like a little blob on the scan so we called it it could be passed off normally as an artifact something we don't know what it is basically so on all of these 10,000 um, patients that he'd studied he had taken them back and he had found out that often in childhood, but even more often three years before the onset of the cancer, there was a significant traumatic event. So I was like, wow, I was reading all these studies, seeing these incredible results. And of course, we're not healing anything. We are allowing the body to heal itself, which it naturally does, doesn't it? If you cut yourself, obviously it heals. You know, the body, given the right environment, will always move itself back to being in perfect health because your higher self holds a blueprint of you in perfect health. So I didn't see it as some strange coincidence that a couple of days before I'd received these studies and I had the know-how of how to do it. So I showed them to her and I said, listen, we can try to do this. Remember, this is a lady. She has had cancer since her 20s. She'd had Hodgkinson's. She at this point had an eight centimetre tumour at the back of her chest. She had several different tumours. She'd had radiotherapy, chemotherapy, you name it. She'd had it and she'd just gone along with the narrative that that's it. Go and prepare to die. And she just wanted easing through the transition. So I said, listen, these studies have come up. I can't make any promises. I do not profess to be a healer and I would go along with your doctor's advice. But if your doctor is saying that you're going to die in six weeks, number one, that's a very limiting belief, isn't it? And it's been proven when doctors put timeframes on things, that time frame can often come true. There we have another indication of the power of these limiting beliefs, don't we? Because we've seen miracles where people refuse to accept the doctor's diagnosis or the doctor's prognosis and when they're going to live till and people going on to live happy, healed, fruitful lives. So I set about the work and what I did is the technique that I'm going to show you now.
So I sat with her and I asked her, if you knew, was this fear that was coming up for her? And in particular, which shows up a lot with cancer, there was a lot of guilt. How did I find this out? I began to talk to her. I listened to what she was saying. I asked her a certain set of questions and it became very apparent that they were the main emotions. So I said, let's go back to the very first time when you experienced this fear, this guilt, and let's release it there. With this particular lady, I actually took her back to the point of zero when she was born. She could see herself. And in literally hundreds of cases, I have seen this, them sitting from a soul level with your guides and masters and literally choosing this lifetime for the lessons that you're going to need to evolve the soul. And we actually got her to a point, you take her in a little bit of a trance state and she went into um, her higher self and she could actually see the choices being made. And she said, no, I'm even guilty for being born. I've even got fear about being born. So in that instance, it was time to take her back to her past lives. So we did the process, took her back to a past life. There she was looking down in the same way I'm going to show you in a moment, looking down at herself in a past life and seeing and feeling what was going on down there. And what was going on was she was prostituting herself. She had a young child and um, she had no one else in the world and she was, you know, going down this very dark road and she ended up dying in that life too. So we cleared that. We asked her how she could make different choices, how she could forgive herself for what she had done there, how she could release the fear, release the guilt. And we did that in a very specific way that I'm going to talk you through. And then we brought her back to zero and the guilt and the fear had gone. So then we brought her all the way back by releasing the fear and the guilt on all of the events that have happened since Zira right up to the age she was now and we released it. The whole process actually took about four hours in this case. OK, because we went through multiple, multiple different emotions, multiple different beliefs. I mean, on top of that, then we have the beliefs. So she had a belief, number one, that she was going to die, you know. Number two, there was no cure. She'd had that belief for a very long time. But a very interesting belief that she came into this world with was one which said that I don't want to be alone. OK, because she'd been alone in that past life, coming into this life. She didn't want to be alone. So there you go. She had literally manifested and materialised dying before any of her parents dying young. She'd made the choice to die young at zero so she didn't get left alone in this life. So we also had to obviously undo that decision, which actually was a belief that she was going to be alone. So we did that process. It was about two weeks later she came back into the clinic and was completely blown away. She'd had her scans done by the doctor. The eight centimetre tumour had reduced to three centimetres. Why? Because the body had spontaneously began to heal itself when we have this trauma. I mean, you only need to look at Deepak Chopra's work. He's got books in probably 80 different languages now, certainly across 50 continents of the world. And um, he tells us that we have a brand new body 
every single year. And it's true, isn't it? We have, you know, a new stomach lining. We have a whole new cellular structure. So why then do these conditions continue? Because we're passing the old information from the cellular information to the new cell. So even though it's a new cell, it's still got the old data. So this is why problems reoccur and get worse because the information that is being spread to the next cell as the new cell forms is with the malfunction. So this is how this process works because it can go back and it reprograms your mind, but also all parts of your being so that when the new information is passed on to a new cell, it's without the malfunction, which at the base of that malfunction of disease of any kind is either the environment hasn't been clean and pure of the body or that there is these negative beliefs, traumatic emotions that have made the malfunction in the cells and cause things like cancer. So there you go. She went on to have a full healing. And that is one of the most powerful stories um, using timeline. But there are many, many more, many more where people just had fear. They couldn't get in a car and drive. They'd had an accident. So they were traumatized and it was becoming, um, you know, very difficult in their life to function through stress, through anxiety, through bereavement, you name it, that all had these traumas. And when we went back to the actual first time they ever felt that trauma, then we were able to release it from that point. So here we go, if you're ready. We all have some kind of an organisation for time, okay, in our being. If we didn't have, we wouldn't know what happened when, what happened. It would just all be a big jumble. But we can say, oh, that was five years ago. Oh, yes, I was about seven or eight when that happened. So in some way, our brain is organising time. For the sake of this exercise, we're going to say that's in a linear arrangement. Of course, it's not. It's more complex than that. But we can grab this information across the timeline quite easily, really, as to knowing what happened when. The very important thing that we do around these um, emotion clearings and these belief clearings, and we have to clear some of the emotions first before we move on to the belief, because it's the belief that is charged by that negative emotion that's making it so powerful. So that's why we have to do it that way. The important thing that we need to think about is going back to the very first time that you experienced anything of what you're feeling today. So say if today you're feeling um, stressed or, you know, you're feeling upset or not good enough or any of these things, then it's very important that we go back to the first time when the brain set up that new neurological pattern to be able to follow that course and we undo it. OK, so what I'm going to ask you to do is to get out a pen and paper. And of course, this exercise is going to be on the website so you can download literally all of the instructions because it's nice to see it. I know some of you are visual as well as some of you being audio so you can actually see it in front of you and follow step by step instructions. So don't worry if you lose me too much. But on that piece of paper, I'd like you to write down what are the emotions that you feel are blocking you in life. Let's pick three for this sake of this exercise. 
So what is it? And really narrow it down. Okay, what is an emotion? A feeling. I feel sad. You know, I feel miserable. I feel depressed. Okay, let me know. Write it down and let me know. Write into me. Let me know about what these things are you feeling. And perhaps we can look to put together a bespoke program for you because it's difficult to follow this exactly as we need to on a podcast, but you're definitely going to get a feeling of it. And as I say, I am here to support you after this. Too many of these gurus just kind of give you this advice and then they've disappeared and you can't get to see it through. That's not the case with us. You can drop me an email, you know, you can reach out to the team and we'll come back to you and we will support you because that's the mission here is to support every single one of you to release these emotions and these traumas that are blocking you. Okay, so you've written down those emotions. Now think about three limiting beliefs. So a limiting belief, I'm not good enough. I'm never going to do it. I procrastinate. I don't have enough money. Money is the root of all evil. Um, My family don't love me. You name it, whatever belief it is for you, I want you to write down that limiting belief, the main one, okay, that you feel on thinking about it now, it will come clearly to you, that is taking something away from your life, of you being the true you, you know, you were born to be now. Okay, so you've written down your limiting belief, so let's visualise this timeline. So as you close your eyes, I want you to take a nice deep breath. And just bring into your awareness a line. And on that line, it doesn't matter the direction it goes. It doesn't matter whether it's left to right, back to front, however, curly whirly, however that line is for you. We need to just see the beginning of the line, which will be when you're born, where you are now. Okay, so you're in the now and it going out into the future. Okay, now if it's anxiety that you're suffering from, anxiety is very much an emotion of the future. It's different to a lot of the other ones because anxiety being an emotion of the future is something we actually have to not go in the past for, but go into the future. So if it's anxiety, let's just leave that one for now. We will come to it. But let's look at the core. And if you can't think of what these um, emotions are, Then let's look at the core of all emotions. They either come down to love or fear. So doing fear is a very good place to start. If you can't think of a specific emotion, fear is great because it doesn't matter if it's anger, upset, jealousy, whatever the other emotions are, sadness, grief, all comes down to fear at the end of the day. Whereas when we have joy, love, abundance, positivity, they all come down to feelings of love. So the whole point of this process is to get you closer to those positive feelings. But the thing is, those positive feelings can't come in until we've cleared out the negative ones that are blocking us. So it's almost like when we put a lid on all this negative stuff and we try and forget about it and we block out these emotions. The problem is we're also blocking out our our ability to experience joy as well because it's all the same. So we put a lid on it and we go, I don't want to feel this fear. So we forget about it, but it's held unconsciously. And then you can't reach the highs either. 
So that's why it's so important once we start to clear out these negative emotions, naturally what will come in their place is us being able to feel elevated and positive. Okay, so you've got your line. Going back to that nice deep breath, you visualise your line. So I want you to imagine like you're travelling in a time machine. So just drift above the point for now, taking this up to the higher self position, up to the higher self position. So you're above your timeline, above the point for now. And I want you to think from that point, this emotion, which you've picked the name of, was it given to you before, during or after your birth? First thing that comes into your head will be the right thing. Okay, if it's after or before or during, it doesn't matter. The process is the same. We're now going to glide back above the very first time when you experience that fear-based emotion. So you way up high, you stay high up on the timeline. This is important because it dissociates you from having to experience any negative emotions all over again. And you're looking down. And as you're looking down, way down there is the timeline. Keep it really small. You can see and you can feel as you look down that event, that situation, which was the very first time that that emotion was put into your being. And as you're looking down, I want you to take the learning. What can I learn from this? The learning of which will allow me to let go of this emotion easily and effortlessly now. What is the learning? Now, the learning can be there was no need to be fearful. There was no need to be upset. The learning could be I was right to feel upset. But I know if I carry this around with me now forever, it's going to block my energy and stop me being the best version of myself. Many different learnings we can take. I want you to take one that feels right for you. It's time to let this go now. It's been blocking me too long. That's right. Okay, and as we go before that now, way before any of that even happened, I want you to ask yourself, where is that emotion now? It's not there, is it? That's right. It's not there. If it is there, you haven't gone far enough back. So you're at a point where it's not there. And now we're going to go right down inside of the event itself and look around and just double check on the emotions. Are they there or have they disappeared now? That's right. They're not there now. And then I'd like you to come up above that event. And as you come back along the timeline, just before each significant event where you had the same emotion, I want you to do the same. You take the learning, you let it go and you move on to the next major event. Now, there's a lot of them, isn't there? So it might be easier just to do this every 10 years. You come Every 10 years, I was still having that emotion. What's the learning I need to take? It's no longer serving me. It's blocking me. Letting it go. If you're having any trouble letting this go, 
a great thing to do is imagine a hot air balloon and into the basket of that hot air balloon, you're going to put any remaining emotions from anything to do with that time. Allow the basket to get heavier and heavier. And then when you're ready, just send it up into the sky with a big blast of helium. <sighs> until it's completely disappeared now. That's right. And then we're coming along the timeline. Every 10 years or every major significant event where you experience that emotion. The best one to start with is fear. If there's any fear there, letting it go all the way throughout all of the times back to now. Take your time letting it go now. And then as you're ready, you're coming back to now. And I want you to just go into the future to a time in the future where the old you would have had that emotion. And as you go into the future, just go right down inside of the event and see and feel and hear yourself without that old emotion. That's right. So you can actually see yourself functioning in a situation where you would have had that old, heavy emotion and now you're functioning without it. See it and hear it and feel it. How amazing does that feel? That's right. And now we're going to come along from there and back down into the now. Well done. There you go. You have cleared your first emotion on your timeline. So what I'd suggest you do now is you go back over the podcast and you go over those three other emotions, the major ones. If you've got eight emotions, which is quite normal, then clear every single one following that exact process, closing your eyes, drifting up above the now, back to the very first time you experienced it, then going before it, letting go, using the hot air balloon if you need to, going right down inside of the event to check it's gone now, and then coming back, clearing all of the similar times between then and now. That's the process. Well done. When you've cleared those emotions, then you can now come on to clearing beliefs. So let's take the biggest massive belief that you have been carrying that you know is blocking you. If you can't find it, just do some breath work into your heart, nice deep breaths and ask your heart to show you what is the belief that you need to release right now. The belief of not being good enough, the belief that you're not well, the belief that something's going to go horribly wrong in your life, whatever that belief is, what we're going to do now is slightly different this time. We are coming up above the point for now. 
And we're going to go way back on the timeline to the very first time that that belief was formed. Way back, make sure it's the very first time you'll just have a sense of knowing. And then you go right down inside of where that belief was formed. You're not good enough. Things are going to go wrong. You'll never have anything. You'll never be loved. Whatever it is, I want you to see that belief being formed in that situation. You can see the belief being formed in that situation clearly now. That's right. And then we're going to come up above the timeline, way up high. And then we're going to go before any of that belief was formed, way back. And as I've said to you, if you need to go past zero for this, you can go way past zero. You can even be clearing it at the time of your birth, which is a traumatic time for some people. As long as we've got the first time, it will work. So that belief from before it even happened, where is that belief now? It's not there, is it? It's not there. So now, if you need to and you feel it still is there, you have got the hot air balloon basket. You're going to put any remaining limiting beliefs or emotions relating to that belief into that hot air balloon basket and send it up to the sky. And as we come along the timeline back to where the belief used to be, we're going down inside of where that belief used to be, looking around and see that belief, is it there or has it disappeared now? That's right, you've let it go. So let's think about a new belief that we can install there. What would be a new belief that would serve you better? The opposite of the belief that you've just released. See, hear and feel what it's like in that memory. Now you have that new belief. Brilliant. And then we're going to come back up above the timeline. And we're going to, as we come along the timeline back towards now, we're going to realign the timeline in light of your new belief. So there were times when you felt you weren't good enough, you were going to have problems, whatever it was, you let it all go all the way back to now. Stop before them if you need to, but you're just visualising your timeline, just realigning without that belief coming all the way back to now that's right and as you just come down back into now when you're ready and then we're going to go into the future to a time where the old you would have had that belief. So just go to the future, go right down inside of the event in the future where the old you would have had that belief and see and hear and feel how it's going to be without that belief. 
What are people going to say to you? What are you going to say to yourself? Now that belief has gone. That's right. And then we're going to come back out of the future and above now and back into now. Well done. So you've learned how to release those emotions. As I say, we have many, we carry probably eight, ten of these emotions. So think about them. Anger, upset, hurt, jealousy, um, you know, grief, sadness, and then all of the limiting beliefs that you can work on. Anger, because people don't care about you, never having any money, um, being ill, being diagnosed with something. And these are the kind of techniques, guys, that literally when you tune into them and you release that belief, we go back to where the cells can start to form without that belief because every single cell in your body is listening to what you tell it. This is why our beliefs become our reality. So we're literally just living out our whole belief system. So you can see how powerful this technique is for creating a new reality. And it's, you know, something I say a lot, we get to choose our reality. And people are like, well, no, because I've got this, I've got that. You know, you can undo it all. This technique is so powerful. 10,000 patients, miraculous results are something as severe as cancer. Because once we've released these negative emotions and negative beliefs, the body will spontaneously start to heal itself, which it was always designed to do. Because we've got like an energy circuit running through our body and these beliefs and these negative emotions short circuit us. So when we get that belief come up or that negative emotion come up, there becomes a circuit breaker and we get stuck there and we get stuck in that pattern and in that belief. So this technique is one of the most powerful ones I've used. On further podcasts, I'm also going to be sharing with you the emotional freedom technique, which again works on the energy system to literally release and remove these negative energy blocks and beliefs from the system. So it's an alternative. You don't need to use both, but it is an alternative. It's something that you can use while you're walking down the street. Um, I saw recently somebody sent me a clip of a show on the jungle and you actually had Boy George using EFT, emotional freedom technique on there to help him deal with some of those cretters or whatever crazy tasks they have to do there. Well, that's going to be in one of the following podcasts so I can show you exactly that technique. Again, it's another powerful one. If we use them simultaneously, then they can work together in a beautiful way as well. And when we're looking at the future, I did mention earlier about anxiety. OK, so I'm just going to touch on that. So if you're feeling anxiety, it's different. OK, because as I say, it's coming from a feeling of dread in the future. So a really nice way, again, we travel down the timeline to release anxiety is you're picturing yourself in the now. You're drifting up above the point for now and you go into the future until just after the successful completion of the event that is giving you anxiety. 
and you go down inside of it. So you're imagining that you're in the future and you've completed whatever it is that's stressing you out. You made it, you got through it. And you're seeing and hearing and feeling in a really colourful, bright way. You have got through it. You've overcome the thing that you are frightened about. How does that feel? What are you saying to yourself? What are other people saying to you? Really just embrace that moment of knowing that you did it and you got there. That's right. And then we're going to come back along the timeline and back into now. And you have done two things there. You have told your unconscious mind this has already happened. Nothing to be scared of because the unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what we tell it is real. So that's what you've done there. And you've also created a new reality, a positive one, because we get to choose these realities. We get to rewire our brain literally by using these kind of techniques. So please feel free to repeat. I don't recommend uh, just doing one of these. OK, I recommend that you go through, as I say, seven or eight of the emotions, seven or eight of your limiting beliefs. Make sure you see yourself in the future living a new reality. And there you go. As I say, what I've seen with some of these so-called gurus is they'll give you these techniques. They give you this advice. I mean, we only need to look at you know, uh, some of these meditation teachers, they don't really know where they're taking you and what they're doing. It comes with no warning and it comes with no support. Well, we're different to that. OK, this is why I say you don't need a guru because they're misinforming you or at best they give you a little bit of information and then they leave you high and dry. So we have got a support team in place to help you through this. So if there's anything that didn't work out, Anything that you feel that you'd need more help with, fill out the form on the website. We'll be in touch and we will help you. We'll give you some advice, point you in the right direction, because in some instances, like depression, for example, it might not be as simple as going back and just clearing a belief that I have depression. We might want to get the solar plexus energy going. You might have to look at different nutrition. There's a lot of other things that you might need to look at. Because often with something like depression, you know, the whole brain chemistry has become unbalanced. That's not to say that we can't soup it up and rebalance it. But there are ways to do that using the energy system, using um, an understanding about how the beings work um, and how the being works to optimize you. So there's certain foods, certain exercise, you know, certain things that we can do to blast out the depression. And maybe it is as simple as having a belief clearance, but maybe there's a bit more we can do. And in that case, we will definitely point you in the right direction where the support services or I myself will coach you through it personally. OK, so I hope you enjoyed that belief clearing and emotion clearing. I very much look forward to sharing more of my learnings with you. Stay amazing. You have got this. Lots of love. Bye from me.